Hey, this is actress Carissa Lee Staples, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the O Brother Podcast with hosts Dan and Mike Smith, brothers from the same mother with different opinions on movies, TV, video games, and more, plus celebrity interviews. Get ready, get set, it's time for the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the Old Brother Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Smith. Alongside me, as always, my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith. How's it going there, Frank? Hey, man. Yeah, I thought maybe, well, okay, so we've got this, we had some technical difficulties with the microphone and whatnot, so I'm using the uh, the Apple earbuds on this episode, so we hope, Sounds you know, fine with the magic me. of editing and audio mastering that it, it won't be too difficult to... Uh, on the on the ears for the listeners. Yeah, and we send it to the studio and they right and they do the mastering. Put it on the eight track. Yeah, yeah. So I thought so you said like I got this fedora, which was actually Grampy's fedora. This was goes, it? What, this goes way back. This was from some hat maker in Boston. And did he wear it like normal? I don't remember. I, I feel mean, like I've at least seen photos of him wearing. When you look at old movies, yeah. that's so common right? for a guy to be wearing a hat. Today, if you walked around like that, people would be like... Oh, you know, it's God. also Michael Jackson. I mean, with the right. Motown, when he throws the... Oh, that was so yeah. good. Man. But this, uh, I, I had flipped up the brim and you said, yeah, it's a little fatty Arbuckle. That's for, fatty Arbuckle. For those that know that reference. But we'll bring it down a little Frank action. He wound Funny up in the prison move. system, I think. Like, fatty Arbuckle? Yeah. Yeah, we won't so, talk about him. So listen, it is uh, November twenty first. When you're, is that a comment I'm going to listen to later? No, on? you won't. So, it's just a, a in my head. Fatty Arbuckle made me laugh. Fatty Arbuckle, yeah, that's a good reference. So uh, November twenty first, twenty twenty two. When you get in this episode of the O Brother Podcast, now we're going to talk about a film. Uh, I've been anxious to to. I was anxious to watch it. You know, I wanted to check it out. Um, it's called Don't Worry, Darling. This is Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde week. Yeah, Olivia Wilde, Florence Pugh, um, Chris Pine is in the film. So we'll get into that in a minute. But before we do, I just got off of jury duty. Uh, I went down. You know, I had to report first time I ever had a report, mm-hmm. and um, which is different because you know in California you have to go. There is no call. like you call. Yeah. There's no phone call. You you have to go to the courthouse. Right. And didn't you say, oh, no, a guy I work with said that uh, out west, like in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's probably similar, which is when you get the call, you are serving. Like you're going to be on a case. Oh, really? You mm-hmm. just don't know what it is or how long you're going to be held up or whatever. But right. yeah, so this was more going down only to wait and see if you get picked, you know? And in California is a one day, you know, that's all you, it's a, it's a one day system, which I don't know how that works when you have like a murder trial, obviously it's not one day. (laughs) Right. So there must be some kind of like, you know, know. asterisks or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But. But it was, I mean, it was interesting. It was an interesting experience. I will say they do make it as pleasant and even entertaining at times. Yeah. As they can, cause they know it's, it's a little bit miserable, but you know, it's your civic duty. So 
I didn't get picked. I was there most of the day. Mm. They picked at least five panels. One of them had 50 people in it, and I didn't get picked. I thought for sure they kept calling around my badge number and never got to me. So (laughs) Mm. That's interesting. They call that many people. Mm -hmm. They're expecting voir dire, which is when they do the picking where the lawyers ask questions. Nice. Yeah, they're probably expecting to get rid of a lot. Mike pulling out his law background. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. You know, come I on. was, me- I'm glad you said it. Cause I was going to bring that up to you because they, they mentioned that term. Oh, okay. In the, in the orientation or whatever they talk about it. So you, you've, but you knew it anyways. Right? No, I, no, I didn't remember hearing that. I, maybe I came across it. I guess it's it, not as common as I thought. I mean, and yeah. With, with, you know, going through law school, of course you'd know that, but yeah. So, um, so it was an interesting experience. I didn't get picked, but you are at some point you're like, can I just get picked already? Like you just, you want to get picked. Right. Right. You know, you, get, you get it to, over with. Be more just, interesting. Right. Than sitting here. Yeah. And you get to a certain point in the day where you just, that's, that's what you're hoping for. But anyways, I'm a good for a year now. So, you know, right. I, I won't get called again t- until that time. But um, other thing I wanted to mention too was, um, you know, we're in the holidays, right. And we're already fast forwarding into Christmas mode, you know, retail stores yeah. like started that in August basically. Yep. And I was thinking I had to go down and pick up a couple of Amazon packages that got delivered. I was not stalling, but I was kind of hoping they got here before we went on air. And as I was coming back from picking up the packages, I thought, you know, with Amazon, it's like every day can be Christmas. You know, it's like the ease of it, the convenience yeah. of it, it. It's, it's incredible. But I ordered. It's almost too easy. It's almost too easy. Because you right. buy stuff. Why did I buy this stuffed elephant? No kidding. In fact, I won't even tell you what it is because I think it's getting delivered tomorrow. So in the next episode, I'll reveal it. <laughs> so then I got a couple of other things. And this is a little bit more relevant to the podcast. So I got a couple of Funkos, a couple of Funko Pops. Okay. Let's, let's see. Uh, and it's, it's, t- this is topical because of what you were just watching before we came on air. Okay. So this is the K2SO. Oh, okay. From Rogue One. Which, which of course, has been featured in Andor, the Andor, Andor series. Was it that same model, like, it held him up against the wall? Well, you know, of course, it's interesting you would ask that because, you know, I'm a big, avid listener of the Rebel Force radio podcast. Right. Which I happen to have their mug today and not ours. Right. But, hey. but the shout out to Jimmy and Jason. But, um, they were talking about it, and yeah, the, the the thinking is that it is, but at some point, Cassian Andor renames the model to K2SO. I think it's like K2SU or something in Andor. Right, right. Because they're Imperial droids. Mm-hmm. So at some point, of course, we come to learn that he basically befriends K2SO in Rogue One. Right. And he's working, you know, uh, for for the Alliance at that point right? You know, for the rebels. So, um, so yeah, I think it's the same thing, but that's very cool. Isn't it now and for those not watching and or that have already clicked over to, um, you know, Mr. Beast or something else. Why? Wow. Like the reference you pull out is never a legitimate or B anything. No, I'm knows. surprised you've never heard of Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. No, he never gives away like money all the time. So look, this Funko Pop also came with this pin. Oh, that's cool. So it's pretty little bonus. What is yeah. it? Is that like uh K2SO? Is it a 
Okay, it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. It's a legit yeah, pen. Yeah. Bad. Little bombers. Okay, and then I got this one, which I thought was cool. Luke with Baby with Grogu. Yeah. 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 Luke with Grogu. I thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. So as I add those to my collection. All right. So all right. So we're talking about Don't Worry Darling. Uh this came out actually came out on uh Bruce Springsteen's birthday, September 23rd, 2022. It just hit streaming on HBO Max November 7th. So it's real fresh in terms of our viewing of it. We've just seen right. this on HBO Max. And that's how you get it. Yeah. And you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of media, a lot of stories, a lot of controversy. Uh, not about the movie, unfortunately. No, but those, well, no. Uh, yeah, not about the movie itself, but the making of the movie, certainly. Uh, because this film, originally Shia LaBeouf was going to be in it. Correct. And so the story comes out that he's difficult to work with. He's got really in, that's shocking. I've never heard that. See, before. you're like passing judgment. You don't know what the reality is. Well, every in a matter movie of fact, he, you don't know that. Stop with the jump on the conclusions. You just like you just like the, it's the TMZ mentality. You find something where the guy's always cast in a negative light, so you just shit on him automatically. Well, there's Let video too. There's video too. So he's he apparently now I haven't seen any of it, so I'm not gonna make a claim on either side of the story. Uh, and let's not make this an episode about Shia LaBeouf, but he, he supposedly had video as well. I love the name LaBeouf. Yeah, but I'm talking from Transformers to, okay. you know. Okay, this gets into that whole conversation about, you know, dragging things up from like when you're seven years old and now it's cancel culture, right? So it's, it's again, not separating... The, the individual from the art and all of that kind of debate, which we could go on and on about. I just, I'm just, the whole point of that was just to say there was a strife. There was strife between him, Olivia Wilde, Florence was directing allegedly. Right. And he had his story. They had their story. She had her story saying that he brought a very sort of intense, almost combative uh, uh, atmosphere to the, let me finish. Okay. To right. the production. Just don't want to forget my thought. Write it down. I'm on a roll here. Yeah, go. Keep going. And so um, that was her take on it, was that, you know, I'm protecting my cast and crew and right. the integrity of the production, this and that. And, you know, he he counted that. And I forget what I forget what the argument was. Forget. Forget. Well, it's the fedora. I got you. It's there. the fedora. Yeah. You know? But um but I, I don't I don't recall what it was that he was claiming was well, the issue. But let's just talk about the what you said, separating art from reality. He doesn't do that when he's in a movie because he's a method guy. Mm -hmm. So he never breaks character. Uh -huh. And for some actor, that's really difficult to deal with, especially if you're playing kind of a jerk which he wasn't in this case, but if you're playing an awkward character, there's a lot of actors that do it and pull it off. Great. But he's one that doesn't, I mean, I'm not just talking about transfer. It's movie after movie. It's there's a reason he's not work. He's a good actor, very mm -hmm. good actor. He should be working in more things. We should mm -hmm. be seeing him more. We're not because of the reputation, which, 
You know, I mean, sure. I've seen video of him. I have rights. I'm an American. Come on, talk to me. You got me in my hotel, arresting me in my hotel for doing what, sir? Let's go. Yo, you really got this. And maybe combative it, with police. Okay, maybe it's warranted. You know, well, sure. I mean, you know, he's definitely had his his time in the sun with the with the media and the press and everything. But yeah. Uh, and again, I'm not I'm not defending either way here. Just to say that there was issues. And again, this is just a point you were making. So, yeah, he was the original. He was the original, right? And then so he's out of the picture. He's out. He claims he quit. They claim they fired him. Who cares? And I and I'm assuming he was playing Harry Styles' role. He was role, right? Yes, okay. he was. So Harry Styles, but that's just one piece. Now there's also reports that Florence Pugh and who we know from Black Widow and other movies that she and Wilde didn't weren't getting along either. On really, stuff. yeah. Really? There's, there's reports of that. Uh, in fact, hmm. in fact, to the point where, and and anybody that's been following the story would know this that she did very little press for the film, and it, it what I read was that was part of some agreement that she made that okay, I'll be in the film, I'll do the movie, I'll continue on whatever the issue was, but I'm not going to go out and you know do the circuit and the, the late night shows and all of that, and she was- really didn't. She I really was going to say that must have been an agreement after filming because normally that's that's built in and normally I, actors are happy to. Yeah, I don't I I, I, I don't know. I, I almost uh, my recollection was that it might have been during, you know, like she was almost going to pull out and then they had to sort of, you know, negotiate and compromise and come to this agreement. So. Hmm. Uh, then, of course, the other thing that's going on in the periphery is Olivia Wilde's own relationship with Jason Correct. Sudeikis. Correct. And Which uh, we hear mm-hmm. whispers of an affair, which turn out to be true. Well, I mean, again, that's making a claim that you can't say 100%. Well, right? they're officially a couple now. Correct. So, but, you know, was she cheating? We don't know that. We don't know that. But I do. Yeah. And then there's the spitting incident. The, the yes. alleged the alleged yes. Did you spitting. see that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I didn't even see him spit. It was ridiculous. It he probably just said something and you know, spittle came out or something. They were at what, like one of the film festivals or something? Yeah, and, it, they made it seem like he was like I know. And styles to, to some Chris spittle. Pine, by the way. Chris right. Pine. Chris Pine's like in front of him at this yeah. film festival or something, whatever. They make a big to-do about it. So point is, there's all these distractions right, during the making of the film and during the publicity for the film and all of this. So, And truth know, be told, right? You mm-hmm. brought this up. This was your pick. Yeah. And you said, how about we do this? I didn't know the title. I didn't know anything about it. Oh, really? Right up until I put it in. In fact, mm. I started playing it. I paused it. To and look it up? To, to type in Harry Styles to see what the name. Oh. I didn't even know. And now just while you were talking a little while ago, I mm. looked at my phone because I forgot the name again. Oh. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Did yeah, you say darling? I caught you. I said darling. Don't worry, darling. I think we need like an accent meter now. Yeah, I don't or know how that's going to counter. Work. Yeah, yeah. We're both slipping. We're tired. Uh, so okay, can you? You haven't done this for a while. 
Right. So can you give us a real, real brief synopsis of this yeah. film? I think they call it a psych psycho thriller. Psychological thriller, yeah. Yeah, I would call it a psychological melodrama. That's how I would base it. But it's basically about a couple um, that moves to Arizona or the desert somewhere. Yeah, I wasn't not quite specific sure where, we were. where they right. were. Right. He takes uh, you know a job with this company called Victory. Victory. And the guys go to work. It's like a 1950s. It's it's a it's a uh, would you call it a uh, well they call it the Victory Project. Mm-hmm. And as you said, they're basically in this uh, 1950s community. Correct. And go ahead. You were starting to pick and, up with the husbands and yeah, just to say it, it, it's the kind of neighborhood and time where the husband goes off to work, gets a kiss from the wife. Very clear gender roles. Yeah. Yeah. And she, they show, you know, she goes to cook dinner and clean the tub and do all the chores. And and, and that's kind of the way it is. Although Harry Styles and Florence Pugh have a very active um, sexual life, Mm -hmm. which, you know, was part of it. But that's basically the gist of it i wouldn't yeah it's, you, if you know, want to add to it you're right though that was that was actually a fairly big part of their storyline it was uh because it wasn't the the central theme for any of the other characters or their relationships Correct. but it was and when for them. you and when you brought up that her and olivia wilde did you know mm-hmm. it, it's just kind of that makes me think that must have been odd for her mm-hmm. if they were in a relationship yeah, because right. he's constantly making out with her. Well, and at what time and at what point did they come together in real life in a relationship? I don't know. Was it as it wrapped? Was it during right. you know, who knows? Right. But, we don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know that. But so it um yeah, you know, I was intrigued uh by the cons that concept. I thought, okay, this sounds interesting. And in the opening, like right from the beginning, visually, it's really stunning. The the pastel sort of colors and you know, the fifties lends itself to a lot of that aesthetic, you know? Yeah. And so visually, uh, I thought it was really, really appealing. And, you know, that's Olivia Wilde. And I, this is her second film. Yeah. Her sophomore film. For me, I felt it was over-directed a lot, starting with what you're talking about. You could make that argument. Yeah. That sequence, we, we know that sequence from, do you know the film? Which sequence are you talking about? The opening sequence where the the guys kiss the wife goodbye and then they back out of their driveway. Truman Show? No, but oh. similar look. Film? It's a... Um, Is it a noir film or something? No. Oh. It, it's... Um, Stepford Wives? <laughs> no, he did... Um, now, now I lost my thought because yeah. Edward... Well, it, it, Scissor hands. hands. That's the film. Oh, Tim Burton. Tim yes. Burton. Yeah. If you remember yeah. the beginning of Edward, same I, neighborhood. I haven't seen that in so long. It's the ex- It's almost the same scene. I yeah, swear. I haven't seen that in so long. Well, okay. So uh, it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, add on to that by saying. Okay. Now I said aesthetically, the film right from the jump is very you know visually appealing. Yeah. But this is definitely a movie that looks far better than it is i'll and agree it, with that and to your point 
it was too much about the directing and not enough about the story. Sorry, yeah, the writing was really weak. The writing was terrible. And here's the thing too: a uh, little character named Joe McDokes. Uh, if if uh, Anthony or wow. Nicholas can can throw that up on the screen for us, a reference to Joe McDokes because behind the eight ball, behind the eight ball, you know, I saw this coming a mile away of how this was going to unravel. Uh, I wasn't sure. I you weren't sure. Exact same feeling. Oh, I wasn't sure if you yeah. were going to feel the same way. I did, and now on to the directing comment that you were making. I've seen it. I've seen most of it before. Now it was. It's not. It was nice. There were some really clever shots, and you know, again, visually appealing. But Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. We've seen this in the storyline. Quite frankly, I've already seen this play out in Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. Um, A Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Right. It's got that vibe. Stepford Wives. Like it's all. There's so many. I feel like it's been done before. Yeah, I would. There was nothing I would say- about the story directing it was like hey let me show you this trick let me show you this trick yeah i guess all I'm a things we've for that. seen before. i'm a sucker for that i suppose because i'm just a visual person so yeah you know but but, she, but, but it got to the point where she overdid it i agree or you agree wouldn't be that. saying that i agree with that i mean uh but the composition and the framing of things and you know it was, it was all very nice but it was like it was like a house of cards. This just it just came tumbling down. And not we're not talking about the movie House of Cards, which was well directed. Was that a movie? That was a series, wasn't it? Oh, uh, um, no about, house. Yeah, that's a, that was the series with the uh, uh, an actor that'll uh, go unnamed. Uh, in the, right, uh, who's been sort of uh, cast out? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm thinking of House of Games, House of Dragons. No, House of Games, which I'm almost done with, by the way. It's a Criterion movie, but so it doesn't matter. Some decent, some decent acting in it, you know. But again, the story was so thin, and I guess to your point, so much over direction. It just it took away from yeah what might have been a decent movie. I would say the first hour wasn't terrible. And what do you make <laughs> what, of this? What a backhanded compliment! What do you make of this? The the you're saying the first hour you're in the first sold. hour. I felt there was a lot of tension. I liked mm-hmm. the music. I agree with that. So it just made me feel on edge for the yeah, first. I agree hour. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And then it, the writing just, they didn't know where they were going. No. It almost felt like they were making up. You know what it felt like? The scenes when they, as they went on, it felt like every book report that I gave in class back <laughs> yeah. in junior high school. Yeah, this story was very, 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 very good, and I like this very good story because it was very good. You know, it was one. It was Although that it was a very long, long, and con- you know, you, yeah, you just one, keep using the same word. You were the one that taught me about you know superfluous words in writing. Yes. I'm so aware of that nowadays, and one of them that you. I'll never forget. And I still, it, it's difficult though. Cause I, I, I wrestle with it myself these days is that I was going to say, it's going to be, tell that. the, tell the folks about that. <laughs> Usually if you read the word that you can probably cross it out and the sentence will not change one bit. Mm-hmm. And I have to give credit to my, 
one of my psych teachers for for doing this because I would get my paper slash, 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 slash. I mean, she, there's a saying by B.F. Skinner that I taught you as well. Skinner? Make every word tell. That's on like the binding of his book. Yeah. And he's like, the best writer. He, was, he basically wrote children's stuff. Was not he considered the father of psychology? Um, is that Carl Jung? I don't know. Is it the same Skinner? Oh, so. yeah. B.F. Skinner. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, the B.F. Skinner is uto- the utopian society, right? Which, you know, that's what we're talking about, too. It is. Right? It is. Victory. Yeah. Nice way to come back around. I know. Good way to get us there. Yeah. Victory is basically, and I should have said this in my recap, it's a utopian society that they're trying to create right. where everything's perfect and everyone's happy. Like if you've ever read the book Walden two, have you ever read mm-hmm. it? Yeah. 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 The book Walden two. And I should know the author off the top of my head and I can't think of it. They'll put it up. Thoreau. Yeah. Thoreau. And uh, it's, it, it's like a very easy read. Yeah. And it basically talks about how you can create a society where you do the job you wanted you do that you feel you're, you know, mm-hmm. gifted to do. That's right. why you were put here. And if everybody does the jobs they love, you can kind of, you know, instead of charging money, mm-hmm. we used to always joke about it, but oh, you, you know, what's funny. Wait, I got to interject because we're so, yeah. we're going to get slammed on this. <laughs> <laughs> Author-wise, Walden too. I think we're confusing Walden, but um, it's B.F. Skinner is the author. <laughs> so I don't know what you're thinking of. You just went on a whole rant about B.F. Skinner. Yeah, but it's what are his other books? Well, it's a on. it's a grammatical book. Yeah, well, uh, by by you know we'll we'll shorten this up and edit it. Yeah, so Walden is right. Henry David Thoreau. Okay, yeah. So I, that's where we mixed it up. And but. it's Walden 2 T-O-O. No. Not Walden T-W. Is it T-W-O? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It, it is T-W-O. Yeah. It's T-W-O? Yeah. Oh, that's a surprise to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been spelling it wrong for <laughs> right. the last few years. Mike's been out of school for a while. But it sounds great. And in mm. fact, when I was in college, I was... Uh, picked to go to Mexico where they had a community, a utopian community that was based on Walden too. And I was really excited to interview people and talk to them. It gets canceled the last minute and I was off to Japan or China. Mm -hmm. I wound up going to China. Yeah. So to study politics and who do I bump into? President Bush, President the Bush. first first President Bush. That's right. That's the uh, trip where he got sick. No, no, that was in oh, Japan. That, oh, that was in Japan. Okay. This was in Cheyenne. Because you, you were there. Yeah, this was in Cheyenne, China. Yeah. Where I met him, and I have a couple pictures you somewhere. Know, it's, it's kind of interesting because as you describe that, it's almost what this movie was, you know, it's like they're, they were trying to create a movie that was much more appealing than yeah. what really lied underneath, you know, or what yeah. utopian yeah. And, darling. And, and Chris Pine plays this character, Frank, who, 
He's basically like a cult leader. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing the world. That's right. I look around, I see another reason why I'm here. Once unfamiliar faces, strangers, one and all, now one brave family. Is right. I came across it. He's the head of the community. Right. Victory. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. No matter when you start talking about utopia and the perfect society, mm-hmm. there still has to be people that make decisions. And whether you do it as a group, it always comes down to like one guy has to be the, mm-hmm. we're going this way. Right. And that was him. Yeah. That was him. Um, well, the Rotten Tomatoes, this is interesting. So we'll go through some of the ratings. So uh, as of as of this recording, anyways, 38% from the critics. So that's about in line with where we are, probably. I would say. And 74% from the audience. Now, is that wow. Harry, is that the Harry Styles bump? It's gotta be. You know, what about Metascore? Is that the Metascore you're telling me? 48. Wow, that's much higher than I thought. Oh, really? Yeah, 48. Yeah. I would say 38 would be. It could be as of today, but in fact, I just, yeah. had, it, I just had it open. Uh, let's see. Because that should be right here in the IMDb app, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's see if I can pull that up. Yeah, the meta score. I think it's in green. But that was another thing that, uh, not 48. 48 it is 48. Uh, yeah, 48. I'm surprised. Probably about this episode. And I, and I think we've said Olivia Wilde uh, is in the film, too. And also, uh, mm-hmm. Frank, his wife in the film, uh, Shelly, is played by Gemma Chan, who I had mentioned in one of the recent episodes because we were trying to recall some characters from The Eternals. Mm-hmm. And she yeah, was she was Eternals. in The Eternals, yeah. right. Yeah, I don't remember her character, but... And again, some good. Some, there was some good performances in it, but they were. Just I didn't have a problem with that, the acting at all. No, no. Um, in fact, Florence Pugh, I thought was really good. She was and good. She was in Black Widow, like you said. She played the sister, mm-hmm. which was almost a bigger role than mm. Black Widow. And isn't that uh, is that coming back in another Black Widow film, or she is, she's coming back in something? Yeah, she'll be back Some, in yeah. the in the MCU. She's basically going to be replacing her sister, right? You know, right. so yeah, it's a it was a shame because you know I said Joe McDokes at the at the onset of the the conversation, but I you know it was probably where did that through, come from? Not like, halfway. Through. Give us without spoiling. What are some of the like obvious little uh, I don't I don't think I even can without you're talking about the overall picture you knew where it was headed. I just knew where it was going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew I knew what the reveal was gonna be. For me, basically. all throughout the movie, mm-hmm. there are these tells, you know, that which is a poker term. Yeah. Where people were giving away what was coming next. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a tell and you're playing poker and you get like three aces and your eyes go like this. Yeah. You know, that's well, a tell. That's to the why they're players. always wearing those ridiculous cataract sunglasses. Correct. Texas but, you know, like, and... you know, the simplest thing. Remember the movie Rounders? He used to, you know, Ed rub Norton his Oreo. And, uh, yeah. That day. But, but it was. um Oh, the big actor who used to, 
rub his Oreo cookies. I don't remember. I haven't seen it. So um, I, John Malkovich. That? John Malkovich. Oh, is it John Malkovich? Yeah. Okay. He played a Russian yeah. mafia guy that was yeah. a you know, big time gambler yeah. and a money guy. You and know, listen, he, you know, we uh, we were talking about the acting performances. Uh, Styles, he's, he's fine, fine. right? You know, everything, you know, he was in shots. Dunkirk, which I put up. You oh, that's right. I tell forgot. what it is. It's right yes. There. Okay. Yeah. It was a small part, but it was good. In Dunkirk. Yeah. Uh, and but no, he, he's, he's really in the good. MCU, mm-hmm. right? Isn't he the younger he is brother the of Loki or something? No. Um, isn't it Thanos? Maybe it, he's yeah, like Thanos. You know me. Brother. I'm a one and done and yeah. I'm out. I don't. Yeah hang on to the, the the mythology or whatever the storylines uh there was somebody let's see alice um which is florence Pugh's character mm-hmm. um as you said she was good there's some without giving anything away you know there are some uh big reveals towards the latter part of the film and the arc of these characters particularly her and harry styles character jack yeah um, and there's things in it that are so unnecessary. Like, do you remember who's the guy that played Dr. Collins, who is this basically this Victory Project community's doctor? Correct. Right. He was in. I'm bringing this up because in the last episode I talked about Veep. <laughs> Veep. He was in Veep. Yeah. He was in uh, all the uh, seasons of Veep. And what is his name? Um, yeah. Let me look. Him he up. played like her. Timothy Simons. Yeah, he plays Timothy her Simons. like uh what do you call opposite or you know. Yeah, there's Timothy Simons right there. Wow, see so he doesn't look like him because of the mustache. Right. But yeah, that's but it. you'd know him. He's he's in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And Nick, Nick Kroll was in this. Nick Kroll's a very well known uh comedian. He yeah, the husbands. You recognize Nick Kroll. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the, the the scene I was talking about that was so, and this this happens a lot through this movie. Mm. They do something, right? They set it up. It would be like a comedian getting on stage and not paying doing a it big off. setup and not hitting the punchline, right? And one scene that they tried to pay it off but didn't was they go to the boss's house for this big party and everybody's invited to Frank's house. You That's know, fine, yeah. Frank is like a God to some of these guys, you know, Frank, Frank, Frank mm-hmm. said it, it's gotta be right. So they go to Frank's house and it's, you know, this beautiful place and Harry Styles and Florence pure in the kitchen and they can't, you know, again, through the whole movie, they can't keep their hands off each other. So they start having sex in the kitchen. Meanwhile, Frank. Well, they're in his head. In. They're in his bedroom. Or Were they in his bedroom? They're in his bedroom. Yeah. So he pokes his head in and sits there and watches them and then locks eyes with Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't react at all. Just keeps mm-hmm. going. Like, okay, Frank's here, but I guess that's normal. But they, you know, they tried to pay it off at the kitchen table where he makes a comment to her about, 
you know, what's it like being in my bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it, you would think that would set up something to put styles against mm-hmm. Frank. Right. But no, there was right. nothing. Right. Right. And there was a lot of moments like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, uh, critical moment in the relationship between Harry Styles and Florence Pugh's character is that I think was intended to be this, Oh my God, run out of the theater and tell all your friends, you got to see this. And I'm like, and I knew I'm like, they're gonna, are they gonna, they're gonna do. Yeah, they did it. And and the big, that's how I felt. A lot of, a lot of it was foreshadowing, foreshadowing, right? Like they're having an argument. Mm-hmm. cut to a glass random glass <laughs> on the table and then they're back to the argument geez i wonder if he's you know she's going to pick that glass up and whack him over the head with it right perhaps you know, like yeah you know come on that's like the ice pick now do you recognize right? this is that so that house? that i it believe like my old place i believe it's i think it's frank's house yeah it's called the Kaufman House. Now, I was not familiar with it. The Kaufman Desert House, or simply the Kaufman House, is a house in Palm Springs, California, that was designed by architect Richard Neutra in 1946. It was commissioned by Edgar J. Kaufman Sr., who was a businessman who also commissioned Falling Water by Frank Lloyd Wright. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was like a big major deal for them to yeah. be able to film. It's been in location. a lot of movies though. Right, right. Right. So like again, somebody, part of the aesthetics, you know. There, there was a cliff. I don't know if there's really a cliff next to the pool, but I know there was a movie. I Jack Nicholson was in it. I can't think of the name of was it. Was it called The uh, Cliff by the Pool? <laughs> Sorry, Jack it was Nicholson. called Somebody's Gonna Fall Off the Cliff because yeah. we just showed it. It's called foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all right so i mean so there we thing, go it's funny though we 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 yet we're in agreement with not really loving the film yeah i thought you were gonna like it i don't know why yeah well and then i wondered i said well i don't like it so now i wonder if he's gonna like it you know yeah where you were gonna be on like it. i said the first hour i think it did a good job of building up tension mm-hmm. i was curious but by then by the end of that first hour we knew mm-hmm. she had foreshadowed so many things. And I think you, you nailed it. It was almost like a, it was a class and like a directing one-on-one. Yeah. Class. Right. Look at, these are all the things that you've got to put in. Correct. That are classic elements of, of directing. And, it, you know, there was like, like these Busby Berkeley sequences with the overhead shots, right. the dancers yeah. and, the legs going, the legs going in unison, like synchronized dancing. And, stuff. and it's not like, you know, somebody like my friend Orson Wells, who did things out of necessity, like that during, became completely innovative and he pioneered. Correct. Yeah. And I always think of this, the dance sequence where he's dancing with girls on the stage and there's lights around there. And they they wanted to film it from below, and they just didn't have. So he he cut a hole in the floor. Cut a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. Put the camera the in the camera floor. right, and That's it was right. like one of the lights. And there's there's great shots of that um, in the extras. Yeah, yeah. There's great. I'm sure that the guys could probably put that up on the screen. A shot of Wells 
in that hole in the floor where yeah know, shooting up with the camera but but it wasn't yeah. something he was doing to trying to be clever he did it because there was no other way to get the shot at the time right, right. now yeah. they have all sorts of cameras you know imagine orson wells with a lipstick camera yeah what he could what do he with could that, do, yeah you know? yeah well that's it i mean it's it's you know trying to be innovative and show us something we haven't seen before you know right. i'm sure that's no small feat but not uh, this was I, a very familiar look right and i think so, i've said to you before if you notice the directing too much there's a problem you have said that yeah yeah you know? no, you're right you're right so well it's uh yeah i don't know what are we is it two thumbs down from old brother on don't worry i would say avoid it i mean if you're we 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 know we're not appealing to the Harry Styles fans because they're gonna right. See they're going to love life. it. All right. Well, listen. Don't worry, darling. Um, swing and a miss. Yeah. Don't worry if you miss it. Yeah. Don't worry, darling. If you miss this film. Nothing else to say there. But hey, I do want to say this before we wrap, which is uh, if you're not currently following the the podcast, make sure that you do. And and of course, one of the easiest ways to do that is to go out to our official website, which is oh. B is in brother podcast.com ohbpodcast.com. Also uh, for those of you that have already subscribed to the YouTube channel, many thanks. We appreciate it. Just got a, picked up another subscriber. Uh, and is there an easier way to find us on YouTube now too, which is just go to youtube.com slash at ohbrotherpodcast.com. Uh, and you can subs- subscribe like our videos out there. And that really does help get, the podcast out to more and more people. And if you just get one person to subscribe, it'll put us in the hundreds and hundreds. of. I thought you were going into some sort of pyramid scheme conversation. (laughs) You get one person and then they get five people to subscribe. By the way, I was, I was set, you know, I had like an old, you got the old old brother shirt on. This isn't a logo. Is it? What is, what are we? It was a logo. It's the, it's the spotlights. Yeah. But yeah. and we had we have a mug with that on it. Did we? I don't know if we ever used oh, yeah. it, but yeah, the, we did. I tried to have was, shirts made. I was going to send you one as surprise. It was for Patreon. Yeah, I was going to send you what the you new logo. To? Oh, the new logo. I don't know why. You can't see it on my screen. No, you're pointing to it. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm pointing, pointing to the to. screen where I can see it. Yeah, that's no one funny. else can. But I was going to have the new logo put on a polo shirt and send it to you. Yeah, and I ordered it, and a couple of days later, they canceled, and they said, "This is we can't do this." Do it right. And I was wondering, are you, are you still in touch with that guy? Who's that? Yeah, the guy the, made the logo. Oh yeah. See if he can send you like wipe out everything but you and I. Oh, I have that already. I have oh, that. Then send element. that to me. Okay, yeah, I have that. And maybe I, I think they might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah absolutely all right well listen uh yeah so you can also find us out on instagram very active out there at ohb podcast and dan uh, always re- replies very quickly i try to yeah and and on youtube too you know love when people comment and share their feedback and interact with people out there that's always fun too so um I like the Twitter. Hate I don't know, man. I, Twitter it might be time to go. I just can't stand. I think I at least have to turn off notifications because it's just I'm getting all the vi- the bile and all of the 
right nonsense from this way and that way and i just i can't deal with it so did you see his latest uh email i don't even think it's legal and i worked in employment law when i worked for a well i'm not even just i'm not talking about elon musk specifically it's just twitter in general it's just like it's yeah a hot mess. it's a hot right mess. it is but he's not helping it no i mean he fired half the company some people he, love it he sent out an email right that says if you still want to work here, <laughs> I don't know why Grogu's coming into the picture, but if you still want to work here, click yes. It, it's almost like when you were a kid and you sent the note to a girl, do you like me? Check one of these boxes. Yes, no. Uh, so he sends out this company wild e- email that says, if you want to work here, click yes. If not, Click no, and you'll get three months um, pay and benefits for three months. <laughs> I think Luke is agreeing to work at Well, Twitter. I was going to say, Funkos can't say no, can they? I, I think he's say. saying yeah. yes to saying it. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I, don't, I don't think that's legal as far as. I don't know. This has been way know. too much. This isn't long. Uh, this is the Old Brother podcast. No, so, but. Yeah. Let's let's spare the folks any more. Given my chat. background, I had to bring that up. Yeah, uh, had fair, to. fair point. <laughs> All right, so listen, I paid a lot uh, of money to learn that. You did listen before we we sign off this episode. Uh, by the time you are listening to this, we will be uh, just on the uh, eve of, of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Can That's you let damn it? fly? Mike Swatton flies. He's uh, combing his hair. He's got no respect for <laughs> his own know. podcast. My I hair's tell you, folks, out man. of control. We are currently auditioning for a co-host. So if you know anybody, uh, send it to ohbpodcast at gmail.com. I would like to see some. <laughs> yeah, bring somebody else in. <laughs> maybe, yeah. guys, can you maybe clean that up a little bit in post? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that was, wasn't the best way to say there that. There was a couple of uh, I didn't even comment early on. There was a few in, innuendos and in this that, uh, that, double entendres that if somebody know. wanted to isolate that and yes, exactly, I'd have a field day. Maybe maybe Trump Jr. Would Howard Stern's with, guys would have a field yeah, day with that with yeah. a pair of my Sal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Yo Brother Podcast. I've been your host, Dan Smith. Alongside me, as always, my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith. And we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Hi, everyone. This is Cindy Busby, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast.